Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh, today we have Teddy Hall and we're not in Berlin. Yes, that's accurate. <laughs> we are in Basel. Basel, Switzerland. Yes, you're home. Yes, this is where I live currently. It's very nice. It's very sunny. It's very nice. It's very calm. That's what I've noticed. Yes, when you have wealth, you don't worry about things and then you can relax. Yeah, right? It's, yeah. it's, it, it's a really... But like that said, you live on the red light district street, so... Yeah, but it's still the Swiss red light district street, so it's extremely organized and extremely efficient and extremely fine. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's like demarcated on the street exactly up to which point the... And it's a, it's a picture of a woman standing next to a, a wall in yes. like graphics. I think like, it's meant to be like a pole. Like, like not, it is a pole. Like, I think it's like, like the cliche image of like her holding on to like the traffic light. But oh, on the traffic light, because I thought yeah. I thought it was like a pole, so it's like oh, this red light district has strip clubs as well. No, it's just brothels. Um, I mean, it might have places that have like a strip club bit in the beginning, but it's all like a brothel. It's a brothel, yeah. Like I remember, like I, th I thought I went to one of the strip clubs in Basel one time when I thought it was a strip club, and then they, I was just sat in the front. And they were like, "To come watch someone dance, you have to." buy a bottle of champagne for 150 euros and i was like ah, for switzerland that's pretty cheap mm, mm, <laughs> eh, i don't know about that uh, i was like seven no i was like 19 i think and me and my friend had decided like oh let's like do a like a tour of all the things that we never did in basel before i leave yeah uh because i then moved away uh so one of the things was go to a strip club uh and uh, he's a he's a, a, a gayman uh, he's one of the gay men. Yeah, he's a one of the gay men. Um, and so he just became friends with all the prostitutes who immediately realized that he was not interested. And then they just formed a beeline towards me. And I, then they realized I had about 60 euros in total in my life. <laughs> and they were like, okay, this is not going to happen. So, All right. And so it started, it started at the strip club that was actually a brothel, really. And then... Yes, but that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was on a different street, but yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, this like it's funny because I was in uh, Amsterdam um, like th three days ago, and also stayed on like. But the red light district in Amsterdam is obviously massive. Like it's a, it's like it's like this. It's it's like a little city in it, into it, unto itself, right? Yeah, like, I felt deeply uncomfortable throughout <laughs> it. I was traveling on my own, so I felt like I'll go walk around on my own. But I could, I do not handle that kind of like intense like open sexuality oh, well. really? okay. I got really stressed out by it immediately and did, they did not like that they were looking at me and pointing at me I was like no you're naked this is not this is uncouth that uncouth <laughs> oh my god yeah I mm. I don't know the very first time I saw it I was like holy moly but I'm, I was always like with men mm. and um, but this time I was by myself nice again. you legend yeah I know right I'm always with men it was my brother okay, okay. and like some random dudes kinky Kinky, no. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That my first experience in Amsterdam. It, people did think I was having sex with my brother. I'm okay. I'm really glad you ended that sentence with in uh, Amsterdam because I thought you were gonna say, "Well, my first experience sexually was my brother." I was like, <laughs> no. no, no. My first time in Amsterdam, I um, I was staying in this dormitory with my brother and um, would been out uh, drinking and um, drinking heavily. They had like one euro Jaeger bombs at the yeah. Nice. That's terrible. That's, that's always a terrible like. Like one euro <laughs> Jaeger bomb, like that's never gonna end well. Mm. And uh, and my brother had bought a box of truffles and I had bought 
weed and I was smoking weed. And then I was like, all right, I'm pretty, we did a little walk around. I got some, I got some treats and then uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. And then, um, about two hours later, my brother comes into my room into our dormitory and he's like, and his friend as well, Tom, who we just met that night is also on the other side of my bunk bed. And they're both like, Anna, Anna, we ate the whole box of truffles. (laughs) We're not okay. Uh, can we, can we like cuddle? And then as they're talking to me, this like guy in a bunk bed, uh, on the other side of the room starts talking and he's like very Northern English rough as guts and we knew there was a group of them they looked like they were like straight out of prison and Mm. uh, not to be prejudiced but being prejudiced and um and this guy's like we can i can hear this guy talking about he's like oh my god what like i can't do the accent right he's oh, like go on oh, no, no, do your best oh my god what's happening over there i don't i don't even know what i'm doing that's horrible <laughs> i'm gonna roll with it though uh what's happening over there i'm going to go and, and fuck that girl oh they're having a threesome look he's touching her breasts and and the other one's eating her out and oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna fuck her too he starts getting down from the bunk bed i have never been more attracted to you in my life <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Teddy. <Danny>. <laughs> yeah. And this guy starts getting down from his bunk bed as he's narrating uh, like um, a scene that's not happening, and he's saying that he's going to join it and start fucking me. And so I am terrified. My brother doesn't isn't cognizant at all. The other guy, I'm like, Maddie, you need to go. We need to get out of here now. Like, move, move, get out of the room. And so I'm clambering down, and this guy's clambering over, and we run out. We go down to reception, and I'm like, talking to us. I'm like, hey guys, uh, so this this guy is having some hallucination in the room. He wanted to join my bed. He was threatening to basically rape me. Mm. Um, or at least like have sex with me, even though that's, yeah. And, uh, and they're like, okay, we're so sorry. We'll move you. We'll move you and your brother to another room. And, um, and then we sit down on the couch waiting and, uh, and I just burst into tears. Cause it was like, I was managing these two men running away from this guy, threatening me. And, mm. um, and then I, and I look at my brother and my brother's like, what's, what happened? What's mm. happening? He had no idea. Like he didn't <laughs> know, like he had no idea what had happened in the last 20 minutes. And then when I told him, he started crying. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. <laughs> I think he was crying because he didn't hear your impression of the accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame, that, that accent. I've never tried to do that accent before. That's... Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was more powerful, though, in the bad accent than if it was just me saying I mean, it definitely sounded less threatening. But I think if you'd done like a convincing accent, I would have been like, oh, God. And instead, I was like, this is a fun cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) It was better than me just doing my voice saying what this guy was going to do. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that was my first experience in Amsterdam. And um, and so, I don't know, being in the red light district, I was with the dudes that I was with. And it was confronting, but I was around the dudes. So it right. was like, I just felt like the tourists being like, wow, these women are just actually naked in the windows. Yeah. But staying at Luana's house, like her door is right next to the windows and doors of like the, where there's women, sta- people standing in there. Like there was one... Hey, yeah, women are people too, Anna. <laughs> yes, but there was like one person in one of the windows who um, very much had like, like yeah, the, the, the first time I walked past, uh, huge breasts and then like, at, like out, I think just with like little nipple covers and then mm. like a green thong, like fluorescent green thong 
with a big penis inside. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, and I was like, now that's interesting. Multitasker. Up, right? <laughs> Get you a woman that can have it all. The morning, my first morning waking up, I was like, well, if I don't pick up, there's always her. Yeah. Them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought about using the services. Have you ever thought about using, have you ever paid for sex? No, I have not paid for sex, uh, except in emotional pain and regret. Yeah, but, me too. Um, no, I've never really thought it would be fun. I think I I would get way too uh, I'd get way too like insecure about like do they actually like me? <laughs> oh really? But like I, you're I, paying for it. They don't need to. Like it's their job to pretend. I guess, but I would like you know. I mean, they're selling. They're, I mean, they're trying to sell you the fantasy that like they do actually like you and you're special, right? It's like that whole like stripper thing of like yeah. like like every every stripper is trying to make you believe that no, they actually like you. I mean. I don't have personally much experience with either strip clubs or, or brothels, or, despite living next to them. But uh, yeah, no, I think I would. I, I'm too insecure. You're too insecure. Yeah, I would want it to be like a transaction. I would want it to be like sort of. I will like gladly take them for dinner. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think you're missing the point, Teddy. I, uh, I like. I think I. I'm not sure if it's on my bucket list. Like, I'm developing more of a bucket list because... I think if I had, like, a really specific thing I wanted to try that this was someone who was, like, an expert in, right? Like, if I was, like... Give us an example. Yeah, like, if I was, like, uh, I've never been, like, had, like, a dominatrix. Yes. Right? Then I would be, like, that's, like, someone in their expertise. But if it's just, like, for, like, a blowjob, then it's kind of, like... Uh, no. What's the point? But if it was like something like specific, or if I was like, do you know what? I do have curiosity about feet stuff, and someone was, and, and I was, this person was like an expert in doing feet stuff. But that would be their feet, right? I don't know. Foot I don't, fetishes. I, I, mean, I, I don't particularly have a interest. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. But foot fetishes are always about uh, the the subject is always female feet, no matter is that what. True? Seems to be the case. I've done some research. And there's the got to be gay men that are like, that love male feet. You're right. There's got to be. Haven't heard of it. Haven't read about it. There's mm. got to be though. You're absolutely right. But I'd say those feet are effeminate, effeminate feet. Nah, I bet there's people that love some hobbit shit. Like, I, I bet there's I, I some hope... people that love like a big hairy foot with a I... fucked up nail, like a workman's foot. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be, otherwise I've got no hope. <laughs> My feet are too masculine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do you really want to be the subject of a foot fetish? I'd be... Not, one, no. Would I be very curious? Yes. I've had men into my feet and I'm like, it's not that. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, suck, I'm cool, but like, I'm not getting anything out of it. Yeah, I don't. I, I it's very one way. Like it's a fetish. Like it's very one way. I think the part that I would like. I think is some, sometimes I'm like, do do I find the idea of something hot or the idea of something funny? Is a lot of the time I'm not sure. And the, I think the idea of someone jerking me off with their feet, I find amusing. Oh, I've but I don't done know that. if I would enjoy it. Yeah, like, like sexually, but I think I would find it really hilarious. It's. It's more like a. I don't know when it's when I've done it. <laughs> I haven't done it to completion, but there's been moments where I've used. Well, you'd my have feet. to have like really powerful like thighs and glutes um, to like get the rhythm going. I, it, dep- I it depends on the angle, I guess. But it's also just like playing around. I don't know. But yeah, there's there's a. But often, or if it's often, really small, you can do it between the toes. Exactly. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that there's so many things in sex that are funny. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're doing these things with your body. It's inherently like, hilarious. This it's is just, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like the whole pain for sex thing. Like, I think there's a part of me that would like... Mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm really like, I don't ever want to be paid for sex. But the, the, like, and I've done the analysis and, you know, I really looked at it. because have no, run the numbers. I've run the numbers. Done the budgeting. Exactly. And uh, whether it was stripping... Um, stripping, I, I looked into seriously. I was telling Amber, there's a local comedian, Amber. She's a, she also strips, and I was talking to her about how I did actually apply to work at a strip club in my in my team. Did you get rejected from working at a strip club? I love how I'm... that's where you go. <laughs> that I got rejected. That's all projection, Teddy. I... <laughs> no, they wrote back immediately saying that if you want to strip in the state of Victoria. Then every hour, and this was like the law of stripping. Then once every hour, you needed to do a Newton's full law, the law of stripping. My fa- all my favorites, all my favorites. That um, once per hour, you're required to have full frontal, open leg nudity. Once per hour on okay. the stage, and I was like, "Look, I'm happy to show my tits, to dance around naked, but to spread my legs in front of the fucking or like." in front of men once per hour I was like I don't want to do that but I could dance you know I could dance around naked sure and I could do you know lap dances but full frontal like like open nudity is that like a big part of it are people into that yeah I had a friend who was a stripper and um and my friend like went in to visit her one day and my friends put down a 20 and immediately like she comes and a big part of it is her opening her legs and you seeing inside the vagina yeah that's a big porn thing I never got like, what the like vagina? The sort of the. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a life thing I never got. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. Um, I uh, no, but like especially when it was like pre pre like internet porn when like all my access was like uh, a random notebook that was being passed around and there was a lot of like. You had a lot of that because you're 27, right? Not a lot of it. It was yeah. like literally like maybe the first six months of my porn experience was was, was, bef- pictures was like yeah because I, I think I got internet and like knew how to use it at like 13 I would say yeah 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 so like that's when it kind of that's that, that's when the party too. started let yeah. me tell you um, <laughs> but there was a lot of like women like posing like fully legs splayed and like it was like the focus of the photo in the center was just. The vagina front on. And I've never thought that's a really attractive pose. Like, I think, like, if it's, like... Not that it's, like, inherently, like, looks bad or anything, but it's just sort of, like... It's not, like, flattering. Do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Like, someone, like, like the poster of, like, the woman that's bending over and getting a beer out of the fridge, and then above it says, like, oh, you know women are great around the house or some shit. Uh, like, I like that it needs to include a beer for Teddy to find it. <laughs> I'm more of an alcoholic than I'm horny. Um, like, like that makes sense because it's a flattering pose. Something coquettish, you know, something that's like alluring, but just the straight out, like, it's like a, like certain pics of, of men's just big dicks if they're just sitting there with a heart on. It's like, there needs to be some level of artistry around. <laughs> there needs to be drama. There needs to be a, a story that's Tension. being told. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There needs to be some. What kind is of... the hero's journey here? <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be some kind of allure. It kind of like just straight out open. Yeah, it's like um, I'm very particular with like lighting in porn. You know, like lighting. Lighting. Okay. Like in video porn, it's like stuff's much sexier if it's got good lighting. 
Unless it's like deliberately got like kind of bad lighting and you feel like you're seeing something that you're not supposed to be seeing. Definitely. De- it all like, depends but then on the context. Then it's like that's like a sort of an amateur like or like it's like mm-hmm. hidden thing. But if it's but also if it's that kind of harsh, unattractive lighting, like yeah, if it's way too bright, it's like oh, that's, this is, and that's it's it. Very intense. Like yeah. I like it to be you know softer or have some edginess to it or whatever. Mm. Classic, but um, but yeah, just those full frontal poses. I agree with you, but there's got to. It depends. Like maybe you know, like a little bit of like a. Like a yeah, just the full. Fr- I I agree with you. I don't mm. think it's that. It's also like if a woman's just standing and like holding her butt cheeks open to see her asshole. That's also yeah. Not it's that. also like, I don't want I want to see it like that. Yeah, like, that's. I don't think genitals are inherently attractive, like either male or female. It just like on their own. I think like within the context of a full body, sure. Yeah. But like just that on its own, I'm never like this looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like out of like if that yeah exactly if it's just a dick pic with no body really in the picture or if it's just a vag pic, it's like mm. nah. Yeah, nah. I don't think I've ever received a, just a vag pic. You've never received a whole pic as well, like a. Oh uh, yeah, but not like by request. <laughs> uh, but on Grinder, you would occasionally just. Yeah. They just send them. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there, there's no, like, you have to match or anything. It's just, like... Oh, you don't have to match. No, no, you're just nearby, and then people can send you whatever the fuck they want. I mean, in, the, in theory, you can report them for nudity, but I think anyone that, like, is in, in Grindr would be like, come on, man, like, where, do you, where do you think you are? Exactly, exactly. Okay, and the only reason why that setup doesn't exist in the hetero world is because men are predators. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I'm, a, I'm guessing because like to me that system sounds great but I guess for women there would be so much admin involved it'd be like I'd be out I'd be looking and I'd just be getting like dick dick like even on the train I get people um, like trying to send me oh you get airdropped yeah stuff. people trying to airdrop stuff to me on but buses and trains what's your name on, on, on your airdrop I guess it's Anna Anna has a big vag oh is it, is it, is it Anna send me dicks <laughs> damn I guess I should change it you should change that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and our dick fan 69 <laughs> <laughs> I need to change the it's just Anna's iPhone no, Anna's so iPhone. people would be like yeah. oh it's a female right, like me. right right that was, that was basically the crux of my question yeah yeah I should my, change mine's it. like a Samsung G950 and then they're like okay. oh it could be that like old dude over there yeah. or it could be that I should change it to something like um, uh, vagina dentata or something <laughs> <laughs> but dentata Dentata? Do you know vagina dentata? No, I do not. Oh, okay. That's the whole um, fear like a... slash myth of a vagina with teeth. Oh, oh, okay. I see. Yes. The vampiric vag. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, just gonna bite that dick off. But I don't think... Oh, that's a genuine fear. I mean, I, like... I've, I've... It's genuine fear? <laughs> no, no, no. Sort out your mother issues, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Not necessarily with the vagina, but with the receiving head. Oh, with receiving head. Yeah, because there is like, there's always like this power, like moment of like, if she wanted, she could. Definitely. I don't would be gone. But the same as the man going down on on the vagina. It's like he could totally bite out my clitoris. I could do some, and it's much smaller. You could do, you could do a fair bit of mauling, but I think like in terms of meat mass that you could get off. Oh, is it a matter of mass now? I I think the (laughs) matter of damage you could do to someone's like pleasure organ. I think the clit is probably more. um, If it's a competition, if we're making this a competition, okay. (laughs) I think the clit is probably more. Uh, it's just like like easily damaged. 
damaged. Mm, but I think you just uh, bite that uh, out and rip it because it's so much smaller. But I think in the triathlon, the penis would win. <laughs> How? <laughs> What's the triathlon? Oh, what, uh, it's where. There's like, is that the one where there's swimming, running, and cycling? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the one where there's like skiing and shooting? I, th- I love, I that, love that one. Yeah, right. I think that's that's like a... I like guns and I like going fast down snow. I remember in school they made you do a quiz to see what sports you should do. And it suggested that one for me. Like the skiing and the shooting. Like in Australia, we're like, do we even have this sport? Like, what is it? But I don't I don't recall the name. Mm. It's like, it's an Athlon it's, it's, it's definitely one of the Athlons. <laughs> Named after Irish town Athlone. Yeah. Athlone. Shout out Athlone. Athlone. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Um. Uh. But no. What are you talking about? Like, why would the penis win in the triathlon of of like? Oh, I was just trying to make an Olympics joke because you talked uh, about it being a competition. Oh, competition. Okay, but, got uh, it. Got it. I can't say I thought through the logic of it, but I will make an argument. But do you uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't uh, have to. Okay. Who's? I reckon a penis could outswim a clip. Oh, deaf. Oh, uh, like I, I think it's got more like power to like like pr- like uh, project itself forward, um, and it's got like think of eels. Oh no, I like, think of eels. You do like in a snaky way. Oh, I think of eels oh. all day, baby. Oh, all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every but, day, but the clip would be like like it's it's like lighter and it would be like swimming through much faster and it's little kind of like hmm. like flappy does the does the penis have the ball sack holding it back because that would the, require a lot of what's the ball sack what to get back holding it back because oh, it that back. would provide a lot of like counter pressure that would not because yeah, uh, it, it would get spread yeah I, th- I when i imagine the penis but i think that would actually help in the cycling Oh yes, the balls would be the feet, right? That'd be paddling. <laughs> the balls are the feet of the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> but they're also, I suppose, the feet. Like, like the feet, um, they're like the, the 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 strongest, but also very fragile. I mean, I don't know about your fragile feet, but I don't about my fragile balls. Like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, but know, yeah, as a kid, I had a really huge fear. Uh, I, I think it's a really huge. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, no, I had a disease. It was it was very overgrown. Um, but um, no, but I had a really big fear, especially the first few times I I, I cut my, uh, I, I like tried to shave my ball sack uh, the first couple of times. How old were you when you first shaved your ball sack? <sighs> I love ball sack as a word, though. By the way, um, my 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 sack. bag of plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't sip a full sip of water when you said that. I tried to time it to get a spit take out of it, but, <laughs> um, uh, but no, I had a really. Uh, how old was I? I, I? I can't say to be honest. Uh, legally, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm not sure. I, w- I, w- I would guess like hair would be coming in when I was like 13. I probably would start to think that someone might possibly be interested in trying to see it around 15. There was a chance, mm-hmm. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen until I was 16. But, you know, at 15, I think I was starting to be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I might meet a lady randomly in a, in a train. And <laughs> I don't know why a train's a big part of the story. but I like it. Um, but yeah, so the, but my fear was, right? But we fr- did meet people. My first boyfriend I met on a tram. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how'd that go? Oh, about five stops <laughs> no it was like two weeks and then I had trust you issues you always knew where that relationship was going <laughs> <Yeah>. East Brighton 
We met on the 64. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. So um, my so fear, my, my, fe- balls, my, my ball sack fear, ball sack fear, um, bag of plenty. My my uh, sperm luggage fear. Uh, that was not as good as bag of plenty. Sperm Quit while you're ahead. Anyway, um, I, I was always really scared that I was gonna that if I like nicked it, that it was like the skin would be so thin. That like one of the balls would drop out and I'd have to catch it before it falls in the toilet. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so I would cute. so I would like shave my balls with while well, holding my hand like in between that and the toilet water. That's that's so cute. But yeah, at the same time you had access to the internet, so maybe you could have researched just how thin the ball skin was. I think I, I, I like if you know anything about my life, it's I tend to do and then then consider. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is that. not always wise, but. So you uh, you would be shaving. That's quite difficult because that means you wouldn't be able to hold the ball skin. Well, I would taut. like try and like strategically make it that like I was like I'm ready. I'd be ready to catch. I could Spider Man this shit if they both <laughs> dropped out. I would like, and also I'm not sure what I was then thinking. Like, would I be able to put them back in yeah, and just like put some style tape yeah, on? Just like whoop, just like tie that up. It'll heal. Also, yeah, my first instinct also was like, why didn't you just shave them over like a towel? So oh that- yeah, that would have been smart. <laughs> Or like, or over the floor, and then you, you know you vacuum afterwards. But when you live with your parents, you don't want to be like bringing the vacuum into the toilet after shaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that now as an adult because there's no one. Plus, I'd already broken it. the vacuum with a uh, masturbation experiment. Did you do that? No, did you do no, that? No, I did that. I don't think people actually did. No, that, there's like there's statistics. Like they had to. There's statistics around how many um, vacuum cleaners were are broken because of men sticking their penises in them. Jesus. There's like it's like a thing. Um, and they actually, the problem, the thing was they used to have something that could uh, like maim the penis in it. And they had to do like, they had to re-technologically develop the, the vacuum so the to Hoover stop. So the Hoover is penis safe. So the Hoover So now it actually safe. would be fine for me to try. Look, you know, at your own, like, <laughs> don't research it. Just try it. Yeah. I'll try it like a low level, <laughs> like a minimum suction. <laughs> it's just the putting the penis in there. I did, I did know a guy in high school who uh, did, um, who who was telling like had a classic like situation of like I have a girlfriend she goes to another school you don't know her kind yeah. of thing and I was like yeah we all know you're not hooking up with anyone but it's fine but yeah cool and Tell one day that. he came into school with a hickey uh, on his neck and I say hickey it was perfectly round oh <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> and it was like oh okay yeah you be like everyone knew what he did and he got so much shit for it. Uh, yeah that is so funny now he's an engineer of course he is <laughs> yeah. like that's the natural progression yeah. for someone who fucks around with a vacuum cleaner oh my god I've never fucked around with oh actually <laughs> uh, not like um, appliances no 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 I haven't fucked an appliance no 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 I don't, never, I don't, I don't really see the appeal okay well, just like you know variety um, oh true wait alright yeah you're right uh, <laughs> let, uh, let me get to the oven uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like trying to commit suicide. <laughs> the oven is a different. Do you have a gas oven or electric? Uh, electric, uh, electric. I think. Great, good. Um, uh, so have you tried to have sex or used any household items ever in 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 uh, sex? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't. I don't believe so. No, I think like the closest I got was I once offered to use my toothbrush as a vibrator to someone, um, but they weren't inclined. So that's the only. That's the closest I've gotten. It was your electric toothbrush, though, right? 
Yeah, it was. It not was. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like I have a bit that yeah. the, then the punchline is that my toothbrush what isn't even electric, but it, but it, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think I've actually for myself ever. Ever. Hmm. I oh I I got oh. my phone to vibrate deliberately. Oh yeah. And like as a when I was a teenager and like like held it on my crotch to see how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. Was it all right? It was fine. I mean. Did it do anything? Like it help? I guess it helped get me there, but would I repeat it? Nah, nah. nah. It was like an experiment. Yeah. Okay. I do have um, a bit where I talk. Every teenager is like a mad sexual scientist. (laughs) 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 Just trying to come up with new fuckery methods. Uh, Yeah. Well, actually, I I was well. I think teenage boys, yes, because they have a lack of access to pussy or butt or whatever. Like, like they don't Mm. have the skills yet to acquire the sexual partner for mm. said experimentation. But, um, and even if they had the partner, they wouldn't have the confidence to je- to seriously bring it up in like yeah. a way that would be at all um, uh, responded to. Yeah. 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 Like there are some people that do, did have that, like they had a boyfriend or girlfriend when they were both like 14 and they developed together and they fooled around together. And like those people do exist, but they are in the minority. And they're weird, man. Oh, fuck them. People right? that are still with high school sweethearts. I don't trust them. You don't trust them? I uh, I don't trust them. So well, something's wrong there. You should have grown. Know. You should have both grown. You should have both become different people. But I'm like maybe, you know, I like to, I, I, you know, first take, I completely agree with you. But then I'm also like, who's to say that there aren't these two souls that just like the way they were formed and the environment and then the way they've both grown and, you know, like they just they have been able to grow in a way like it's possible it's possible maybe i i mean to be fair one of my oldest like my first girlfriend i say girlfriend meaning we made out once a week for a month and then i broke up with her because i wasn't in love with her uh when i was oh, 14 you were so cute. uh yeah but that's fair you didn't yeah. want to be a, a boyfriend. yeah well she's now she then her next boyfriend was when we were 16 was one of my best friends uh, it was all good. I uh, gave my approval in a very weird way when I was uh, very tipsy. I was like, I condone this. You're allowed. Like, as if I had any fucking right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so cute. But, um, and also fucked up. But yes, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, I, I was times. trying to be nice to my friend. Yeah, and I was yeah. trying to be like, go get him, tiger. I've done uh, that with people in the, in the most more recent years of just being like, you have my blessing. Please fuck him. Like, it's a good move. You know? Oh, but yeah, but I didn't give her my blessing. I just gave him, you know. Like, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, he's like... Oh, that's, a, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. girls that then come up to me like, oh, I'm kind of seeing your ex. And I'm like, go for it. Like, have fun, mm-hmm. please. Like, yeah, yeah. But anyway. So they're now engaged, I believe. Uh, wow, 16 <laughs> to 27? Yeah, yeah, they've been together for... If they're not engaged... I don't know if they're actually engaged, but they're like, they've been together for like 12 years. And they're super happy. And they're great for each other and perfect. So maybe I'm just bitter that my mm. first girlfriend immediately found someone better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, you know, I came from the same space. Like, how come I haven't been able to find a stable partnership and love? And, you know, there's just so many guiding factors like mm. our fathers or. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was wondering how long. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, like my dad. But yeah, like, like that's the thing. Like broken um parent like families i don't like the term broken there's got to be a better term families you know where one parent decided that they were better than the other (laughs) um (laughs) i don't like the term of broken families i prefer what is better (laughs) yeah like what's what's because the thing is it's so natural 
to leave your partner once you've had kids like it's actually there's some kind of study that says that we um breed with the person that's not the right partner for us but genetically the right like we somehow sense that they're the right genetics for our offspring but they're not in fact the right partner so then you leave and you find then the person that's right for you um afterwards so you breed like the person you should breed with is not the person you should um, nest with. I'm really not enjoying how often you're saying breed. Breed, yeah, breed, breed, like breed. That makes me deeply uncomfortable. Did I say it like four times? I think so. Breed. <laughs> yeah. No, I also completely like lost your point because you were too focused on the word. I was, I was, I was just hearing breed. I had nothing, uh, breed on the brain. <laughs> breed on the brain. Okay, so uh, my mum, my mum tells me that the person that you have children with is uh, statistically, or even like chemically or something. There's some study done. Not like they're the person that's good genetically, but not the right person for uh, you and your relationship. So it's this natural oh. thing that you you. You know, there's the offspring with one, but then you nestle, like nest and settle down with someone else. And that's okay. the human thing. I, I mean, I guess why not? Kind of. No. I don't know if I, I believe in... I mean, I, I don't know if I believe in like the idea of like someone being your, your, your nest buddy. Yeah. Like, I think like in the right time, at the right moment, someone might be right, but that's world's change um i would like I to i would like to think though that like you know i'm a do you think that there's like a, a i don't like, think there's a one a soulmate Mm-mm. i think there's multiple soulmates and they change depending on how you grow like my very first boyfriend i felt was absolutely my soulmate i felt like i feel like a lot of my partners have just been like you're absolutely the person that i you know that we, like we we should be together and then we both feel that and there's a very like the chemistry is very important and so you're single right yeah I'm single (laughs) oh I'm single thank you Teddy thank you um but I do like I am I'm getting to this point where it's like and I think I have um you know like I I had like non-stop relationships from mm, 18 through to 32 and for the last three years I have been Playing, finding out who I am and having lots of like lots of different short relationships. Sure. And um, yeah, and I think I'm sort of getting to that point where it's like, no, I would like a partnership again, but now I really know who I am and what I want and how I'm living my life. And you know, I'm not I'm not sure. I think everyone's different. There are people who are polyamorous naturally, and then there are people who are monogamous naturally, and then some other ones in between. I don't know. Like I I think what you're asking is. What you're saying is something like, um, is there the one, I don't know, like, but I think maybe you get to a point in an age where it's just more efficient to settle down with one person and that be your person mm. that you nest with. I think, I, I, I think that totally makes sense. I'm a big sort of, mm, I tend to lean towards the camp of uh, that, of like romantic love and the idea of it being like a forever thing like for that being a bit nonsense to me and like something that we just sort of arbitrarily decided at one point not that i can't don't believe you can be in love with someone like you know I, i've been in love and whatnot um but like the idea that's then over the course of someone changing i think like it's also totally natural if it's like oh yeah no like it worked great for five years but seven that was pushing it and that might be 25 that might be 35 and like, hey, if we, if, if someone, I don't know, if we were elves 
Okay, this is a good. I would live nine hundred years. Yes. Then I think, like you know, even the couples that like were happy till their dying day, Mm. maybe in year two hundred thirty, they'd be like, "Mm, actually, I've changed in this direction. I like Harley's and playing the game Risk with my buddies now. Mm -hmm. And you, Mm -hmm. you're more of a Monopoly gal. Yeah, yeah, which is never gonna work out. Yeah, I think you know that common relationship problem. (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think I think the older I get and I hate starting sentences like this but <laughs> like I you know the the whole um absolutely you fall out of love like I've been in love so many like all the relationships that I had in my 20s they were all like two like one and a half to three years long and like cohabitation and very intense and this is it feelings and there were like seven of them and they were very, all very like really strong things. Um, and in that period, I, I sort of halfway through, I was like, ah, I can fall in love with anybody, but it's about being able to find a good relationship partner, like having a good person that you can uh, live with and, um, and grow with. That's the thing you can fall in love with anybody, right? Mm. But it's like, but love can move and change for sure. But I just, I think maybe, yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, if I get to 39 and I meet someone, all of the trials and tribulations of my 20s and 30s, I'll have a different kind of maturity response of like, it's not like giving up on love. It's not like when you fall out of love, you're giving up on love. But I think if I'm 39 and I'm looking down the barrel of like, you know, my next 20 years, will I, I think you get to that age where you're like, do I want to, be single again when I'm 45. Like, I think I'll probably reconcile my shit with this person. And maybe we, you know, we, we, from the start, we make it like open under certain guidelines or we, we, we make it so that we make it work. So we don't have to like, so we're not, it's okay to be partnerless, but like, you know, make it fucking work. Yeah. I mean, I think you're like, Hmm. Uh, how do I put this? I don't think that like that you're saying it's okay to be partnerless if you're like, ah, oh, fuck, what if I'm single in in 45 again? And that that's inherently a bad thing. No, but I think it's like if, if um, like the last, you know, like I got married at 27 and then like, and then like all the, all the things that's like, you get to a point where you're like, I, I would like to just, chill on this and not and not go like i it's it's not that being single is a bad thing but that Mm. you would you would you have a different approach of making things work yeah i i think like there's also some like maturity to that of like like you know older you get you can you the more you're gonna be like oh like i don't want to like i could hang out with this 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 person for for a year and have a good time but like it's not gonna go anywhere in any long term and so I maybe I call it earlier than I would five years ago totally and that makes sense and that's definitely my experience but then it's also like if you do find someone where you're like this works I also think like your knowledge of yourself changes a lot like I thought I knew who I was at 27 I hadn't even started comedy until I was 32 like Mm. like I who I am now is I'm still me but like how I want to live my life which is the most, like, who you are is who you are, but, like, how you want to live and the things you do and the, the like, the, yeah, the kind of activities you, um, that, that, that determine 
what your life actually looks like. Like right. those are so like that solidifies, I think mid thirties. Some people solidify it earlier, but like it's so like how much change you do. So as what a I'm hearing is mm-hmm. I'm 27. I haven't found my true calling yet. You have. I, no, 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 no. I, I, I look forward to it. Okay. I cool. look forward to like, uh, me being 32, being like, ah, fuck this. Is that when you started company? 32 or 31? Something uh, like that. Fuck. It was the uh, start of 2000 and, um, start of 2018. So, and I was born in 86. Uh, so what is that? I'm so bad at math. Um, I think, so I was 29 when I left Australia. <laughs> this is the most complicated 30, possible way to 30, calculate it. And the year of... 30. 31. I was 31. You were 31. Okay. I was 31. All right. So in four years, I'm going to quit comedy. No. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, then I'm going to be like, oh, I, I need to find my calling. It comes to you. You don't have to quit comedy to find your calling. You've uh, got, no, you've I got think, your calling. I think I should quit comedy. I think I, I, I look forward to it. I can't wait to quit comedy. It's going to be the best. Okay. But on the, on the like sort of the, the future relationship thing and thinking yeah. of yourself as, a, as, an old, as an older, wiser person. Uh, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, uh, I have this thing which I've been told is kind of odd where, so I really want to be a dad someday. Mm-hmm. Re, like it's a very big part of my sort of emotional life goals mm-hmm. uh, you would never guess that I have a, a lot of daddy issues and my father left when I was young so I kind of want to prove that like oh no men can be good dads sometimes that's lovely um, so I have this sort of image in my head of me as an older man uh, you know raising raising kids uh, Wife's never in the picture. <laughs> like, she might be there. She might be involved. But she's very much secondary. I think I would happily be a single dad. That's also because I get laid all the time. But, like... Uh, not wrong. But, like, sort of the... Not I, that right, but not wrong. Yeah, I mean, if I think if I had the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if I was actually a good dad, I think it would work well in my favor. Yeah, yeah. If you if you had an income, like if you weren't having to um, hustle too much to maintain stability sure. financially for your kid, yeah, you'd sure. have time I, to. I, if I was, if it wasn't like Will Smith pursuit of happiness, I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the name of it t- turned me off immediately. I'm like, yeah. I don't oh, watch yeah, that. absolutely not. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, that sounds <laughs> sounds sad. Ironically, um, yeah, and it looks sad, too. But yeah, so so like the 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 wife or or you know husband who knows, um, yeah, uh, is not like a part of the important image. I'm never like, oh, I want to get married, but I am like, oh, I want to have a kid. Yeah, yeah, I want to I, I want to have a kid. I would make that um, explicitly clear. Um, but um... <laughs> right, stop hinting at me. I don't, I'm not gonna get you pregnant. I don't want you to get me pregnant. Um, because of so many factors. Also, I can't. I lost my balls in a shaving accident once. It just dropped pool, out. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't catch them as well as I thought. So I flushed them. But no, you need to be like, you being a father or something, like like after you find your calling, uh, after 31, sure. I'm yeah. sure. You know? when, I, when I realize, oh, I'm going to be the accountant of the year, 2K28 or so. You've been an accountant. That's hilarious. Um... But um, I just want to quickly round back to the point that I didn't quite finish was just the, the thing of like coming from a broken family. I think that changes how you engage with re- like, I'm not sure. I wonder if there's any teenage romance that um, is still, you know, uh, alive today where one of them comes from a family of divorce. 
and I suppose what I was, yeah, and I wanted to say like, there's got to be a better word for a family, like a, a than broken family, because it's so negative, but it's so mm. natural for parents to, you know, procreate yeah, I mean, and I then change. Mo- most of my friends, I yeah. would say, growing up, and this is not a coincidence, yeah. had like, even if they had parents that were together, it was like, there was drama, yeah. or like it was, they would get divorced 10 years later, and then we'd realize like, oh, there was always like some shit going on. Yeah. I think for sure, uh, this is also uh, like semi-related, but I have a theory that the whole rise of the the step porn thing yeah. is a symbol of the death of the nuclear family. Nice. Where it's just, we've gotten more and more like having a stepbrother or a stepfather is like pretty normal. Yeah. And then there was like, well, then we're going to introduce the fucking to it. Yeah. Well, I blame uh, the, the Brady Bunch as how that started. Did you ever see Brady? the Brady Bunch? No, no, I'm young. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're gonna find yourself one day, Daddy. Um, no, the Brady Bunch is a is like um, yeah, a, a man and a woman that both have children from a previous family, and they get married, and both um, all their children are like there's a the woman has three daughters, and the man has three sons, and they're all the same age, and the mm. eldest totally want to fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the is the this the the famous Tom Brady? Yeah, that's how they became the Brady Bunch. Uh, the Brady Bunch. Okay, this is not necessary for any of the explanation. But um, yeah, I guess it's Tom Brady. I, I think it was Tom and uh, Marsha. Okay. Marsha, was, was Marsha, having... Marsha. And she would like um, comb her hair a hundred times uh, a day. And it's funny because this was on TV when I was growing up. And then I... I, f- I feel guilty. I, I, I was trying to make a joke about Tom Brady, the American football player. Uh, and I, I, think, I felt I think like I knew you were trying to do something, but I have no <laughs> idea what the, what, the, what the thing is. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll keep my... my... There's Bob Brady. Maybe it's Tom Brady, but like I don't know anything mm. about American football. That's what, okay. what's the what, what's, the, what's I, the I don't either I, I know he's good oh okay uh, I know he played for a team called the Patriots sick reference uh, and he won the Super Bowl a lot this is about as far as I can go well I, I... he made some great plays I uh-huh. believe um, the cheerleaders oh how they cheered oh how they cheered <laughs> Maybe some of his sisters were in the cheer squad, yes. and uh, yeah, but, um, <laughs> and his stepsisters were there, or yeah, just just three. Um, but uh, I like I liked how you phrased that the uh, that that step porn is uh, is the symbol of the the the, the de- what was it the destruction demise 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 nuclear family of the nuclear family yeah. Um, Holland, do you, you don't know you you're uh, no you have a sister but you don't have, have step siblings. I don't have any step siblings. No. No. Okay. Yeah, I like we. I do come from a broken home, but not but not on that side. But can we? Okay, that's what I want to do. Can we give it a different name? Can we rebrand the broken um, home? How Jesus about Christ. Home Two Point um, How about um, it's like Vegemite Living La Vida Broca? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring a positive element. Like the Two Point is positive, but fucking lame. Um. um Coming from a like something that's that's split. But Family plus. Oh nah, that just makes me want to fuck everyone. <laughs> just context for anyone listening. Um, like friendship plus in Germany is a friendship with benefits. So, mm. um, friendship plus. Oh my god, Freundschaft plus. Gross. Um, which is not gross. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with fucking your friends. Um, so what's that it? depends on who your friends are. I agree. It can be disgusting. Also, some of them they might be horrible people. And yeah. then, you know, you should not grace them with that. Or why are they your friend then? Uh, they got cash and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you have friends like that? No, not really. You are in Switzerland. No, so. I mean, I, I, do I know people who have cash and drugs? Absolutely. But are they your friends? Do, no, not really. No. Um, <laughs> something funny about being out in Basel um, last night. There were like two points where someone was like trying to trying to do something nice for someone else, and they were like, "No, no, no, I have money," and it's like that's just not what you hear in Berlin. People aren't like <laughs> like like trying to like, "No, no, no, I'm good." Like I have money. Like in oh, Berlin, oh here it's a greeting. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, sir. I have money. Do you? <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, how much gold do you own? <laughs> oh my god! I saw an ad for the most fucking Swiss thing ever. Sorry, this is completely, no, please, uh, completely please. off track from 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 the the living la vida broker. But um, uh, I, I saw an ad for a Zurich uh, bank for like open an account and get free silver. <laughs> No. So you can get like silver that they like that like accumulates in value that comes with opening an account. And isn't that the most fucking rich thing you've ever heard? It's rich, but it's also free a, silver. But it's also a bit piratey. Like, <laughs> where's my silver? Like, it's it's kind of a bit. It's it's a bit. I would I would have wanted gold. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think that's if you get like a premium account. Probably. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. Yeah, 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 silver yeah. seems a little bit uh, <laughs> raggedy. You know what I mean? Where's my silver? I love pirates. Free bottle of rum. You know? Pirates are the only historical group that aren't like tied to a specific place that have an accent. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's, it's like Scottish. It it's a- like it's like Scottish, but with like a bit of like American flair. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, it's just yeah, like not hooligan. There's another. Uh, also, I think I, I saw a tweet that was like. Uh, no one ever talks about how kind pirates are as friends because they, they call all their friends. My hearties. My hearties. <laughs> that's so good. Oh my God, that's so funny. My hearties. It's so true. Yeah. And isn't it funny as children, like all children are... Pirates. <laughs> oh, you're either born a pirate and the rest is drag. <laughs> but it's like all children, like, you know, I know this because I, I'm, I'm exposed to children these days, but like we're all brought up with an education in pirates. Oh yeah, it's very important to understand. The, okay, it's what like are the dinosaurs and pirates? Like, what, are what are the are key we... elements that define a pirate? Uh, they're drunk. They're drunk. Yes, and they've got like important. raggedy clothes. Rag- raggedy, but like kind of stylish, but cool, like, yeah. in like a surprising way. Yeah, like like cool, vi- like yeah. But if you ever try, and I've really... been in Berlin and been like, is this a pirate or is this a really fashionable man? <laughs> <laughs> There is the pirate party, the political party in in Berlin. Did you know oh this? yeah, yeah, I do know. Yeah, them, the yeah. pirate party. Um, okay, other elements. Uh, well, well, you said drunk, raggedy clothes. Uh, I would say duplicitous, but in a charming way. Yeah, like, like you, can't can't, trust, you can't trust them. You can't trust them, but if they betray you, <laughs> then you're kind of like, ah, you got me again. That's <laughs> that silly old sod. Totally, like, um, yeah, charmingly dishonest. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, du- du- duplicitous. Duplicitous. That was a, a tough word. word. It's, it's a great word. word. I, I stumbled on it. Uh, I yeah. don't know if I used it right. I no, you, I think that's perfect. Uh, as the authority on all matters. Um, all no. matters, pirate. Yeah. So, um, 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 any other distinguishing factors? Uh, I think a para is a plus, but not a necessity. Yeah, for sure. I think same goes for a wooden leg. Yes. I do think you have to have some kind of fun sword or fun like pistol that like uh, yeah. is like fun and long. Yeah, you usually don't have a bow and arrow. Mm. You need to have a flag. You need a flag. The yes. flag is, I think, vital to piracy. Yes, um, I think some jewelry as well. 
I wouldn't say necessarily jewelry, but just like general swag. <laughs> okay, but, like, like, all right. Okay. I, and I don't mean like swag in like the early 2010s. Like no, that's oh, what I, I was swag. saying. I no, was, no, I, was no. I mean like swag is in like just like items that you don't need but you have on you at all times. Yeah, so, like, that's where a compass comes in, or a fun necklace. Or, Mate, a compass or, like, is rings. very important for a pirate's job. Come on, <laughs> but rings, yes. Well, rings. a pirate's job is just to be a fun dude. Rings, a scarf, <laughs> you know, like uh, like a feather, uh, maybe some brooches, mm. uh, necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swag, okay, swag. All right, cool. So pirates. Uh, how did we, how the fuck did we get on pirates? <laughs> uh, all conversations lead back to it with me. Uh-huh. I genuinely believe Pirates of the Caribbean to be one of the greatest movies ever made, and I will fight anyone that disagrees. Wow, I haven't watched it since. The thing is, when um when the when Amber Heard originally made her claims. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now, where do you stand on that, Yarm Yardy? Well, I think you know the thing is, I took um without any uh education or like um research. I I took her side immediately because just like whenever anyone's doubting sure. a woman's claims of um, abuse, I will immediately <laughs> believe her. Just you know, yeah, I get that instinct. Absolutely. Um, but then it became very clear in the in the trials and from everyone that I spoke to and women that I know that have been in um, abusive relationships who are following the trial, who were very much like Amber Heard is not a victim of. A domestically violent relationship like like they're both crazy but she is not like she is not presenting like a victim her story is all over the place um there's no evidence and all the evidence that is there kind of plays in his favor in showing that she's just trying to set him up and nothing yeah so Problem was when the, when the her claims first came out, like uh, around two thousand and. That was the day she almost caught Captain Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very I'm sorry. Good. I was... No, very good. But, but when the claims came out, they came out around two thousand and sixteen. Um, when I I know that when I moved to Berlin because it upset me because I really liked Johnny Depp. Like I, you know, like um, his connection with Hunter S. Thompson and a lot of the films and characters he portrayed. I was really like. And when that came out, I was so sad. And I even wrote a poem about it. How sad I was that he was violent because oh, I just you were left. poem sad. I was poem sad. Yeah. And yeah, I can't believe I wrote a poem. And um, because, you know, like. I and just, we have that poem here today. <laughs> I probably could pull it up, to be honest. I think it's very short. But. Um, <laughs> Amber heard. No. You heard me when I heard. The dirt. About the the turd that she left. <laughs> Your freestyling needs work. <laughs> no, I'm being mean. That was beautiful. Uh, you should write that down. You don't, you don't actually have to get up the phone. I'm gonna see well, if I I've think got now it. Now that you started, it's sort I of. I just yeah. Well, you started freestyling, so I was like, this is a moment. Okay. Well, I, my 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 two cents on on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp are very very short. Okay, but give it to, uh, give, us, give them to us. Uh, I, I I don't really know either of them. Uh, I don't really. It seems a bit weird that we all got to be a part of that. Yeah. It seems very strange to me that the system allows that. Yeah. Um, and I hope that they are both happy, I guess. <laughs> but they also both seem like psychopaths. Yeah, so, right. But I also, th- cry me a river, both of you. You're rich and fine. Who cares? Yeah, totally, right? Totally. I'm not sure if it's anywhere that I can find. There's some, um, there's some really bad shit in here. I'm terrified of reading my uh, poetry. Um I just found something called the weirdest date I've ever had. 
Uh, oh yeah, I remember all these poems. There's also a note that was titled "Glory Hole," but it's okay. Well, that's one of my comedy shows. Oh, I see. Did you know that? No, that but that, 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 that was tracks. the that was the genesis uh, of that. Um, I like this. My father's grave. Interesting. I wasn't going to say it because that felt like an intense one to ask about. Yeah, but my dad's not dead, so. Um, uh, but anyway, not yet. Uh, and not yet. <laughs> this is a plan. <laughs> it's so detailed. <laughs> no, it's it's a comment about um, my friend posted last night uh, the picture of a gravestone of his father's um, his father's gravestone. Okay. Yeah, I was just I thought it was hilarious. Hmm. Anyway, uh, just to round off on the Johnny Depp thing, it really upset me. It upset me so much because I'd just come out of quite an abusive, like a psychologically. An emotionally abusive relationship, like really damaging relationship. And, mm. um, and the one before that was also, and he was also violent. Like he never hit me. Like I, I've got a joke about it, but like my ex-husband never hit me, but he would, he was very violent. Like we, our house was a fucking, like there were broken, like there were holes in walls and like, Oof. um, you know, and like lots of broken furniture, like shit, shit was violent. And, mm. um, and the one before that. And so anyway, when like all this me too stuff happened and then the stuff about Johnny Depp, I was so sad. And so, yeah, at the start of the, the whole trial, I was like, fucking he did it, you know? And so her, her bullshit, like her putting that stuff out there absolutely worked. Like I totally was against Johnny Depp and now the trial's gone through. It's like, well, I guess he was. Yeah. I guess I need to, He's crazy, but so is she. And there's well, I mean, no proof. We knew that... he was crazy. We look at the scarves. I, I haven't no, looked. No, at... uh, the amount I... of scarves he owns. Scarves. I thought you said scarves. Oh no, 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 no. that would be dark. Scarves. Uh, no. Scarves. No man, no man that wears more than three scarves at one time is okay. Yes, there's there's something going on that they're hiding. Yeah, I completely agree. With what, you. Are you, what are you hiding under those scarves, Johnny Depp? Come on the podcast. Right? Okay. <laughs> this is an official call to action. <laughs> Explain the scarves. We'll ask nothing about the Amber Heard trial. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just scarves. Just scarves. <laughs> scarves. It's cuz he's a pirate. He's yeah. a pirate. He's a total pirate. Um, we still don't have a name that's better for broken family. I, living La Vida broken. Uh, no, to- but token token family. M- uh, cho- choken. No, again, you're gonna find that hot. It's um, like when something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's also yeah. It's also not like it doesn't connect. It like when something is 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 um, divided and then um, maybe it's like a photosynthesis family or like you know when like a split cell like when things like divide and and then grow into their own things. So okay, what about okay? So if it's a photosynthesis family, but for the for the family, it's a photosynthesis. Try and say that. Try saying that five times. Photosynthesis family. Photosynthesis family. Photosynthesis family. Photosynthesis family. Photosynthesis family. I'm so OCD. Go on. Photosynthesis family. And But so instead of it being a family spelled with an F, it's spelled with a PH. A family with a PH. And then it also means fat family. Yeah, like, fat you know, family. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, done. Done. I'm from a fat family. Let's stop saying broken, you know? It's yeah, not yeah. broken. Well, then, I mean, that, uh, the fat family raises other questions. You have to say, I'm from a fat with a PH family. Yeah, I'm from a fat with a PH. <laughs> Back in the day when we used to say, that's fat. Yeah, man, that's, that's <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a different era. Um, okay, so we got into Johnny Depp because of pirates. And we got into right. pirates because of, I can't even remember how we got um, your balls uh, yeah, shaving probably. balls I'm trying to think when I first um, removed my pubic hair I remember I started getting pubic hair quite early as well I started getting all the hair quite early 
Um, I think I was like 10. Like when in I, the post? Like in the post. It just started arriving. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Who's sending me this? Let me attach it to my skin. Um, that would be quite a funny practice. Send your mates just locks of your hair and just write so you can remember me. That's so gross. <laughs> it's so funny how people used to do that. Like cut a lock, like oh, I'm going to leave. I'll cut a lock of your Do you your think hair. they joked off with it? With the like, like rubbing the hair on themselves? Yeah, yeah. Like, That's, I mean, if you're, like, in, like, Civil War America and you're getting, oh, you, like, a you, letter and you, you get, touch like, a lock it. from your love, you think you, you touch, touch it, it you, like, it? put it on your face as you as you jerk off. <laughs> what if you, like, accidentally draw it in your mouth and you just mid-jerk off? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, my dear, please send me another lock of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> one has disappeared up my crevasse. <laughs> Gross. Um, oh, there was a thing that we started talking about last night after the show that we definitely need to talk about, which is the... Prince? Was it Prince? No, it was Mick Jagger and David Bowie. It was Mick Jagger and David Bowie. So what was it? That were, what, what, okay, so I don't know if it's true. And I, I, I like, uh, lawyers don't come at me. Uh, it could be libel uh, if you're listening to this Prince's lawyer, <laughs> which would be a wild turn of events. Um, I would love that. <clears throat> or the ghost of David Bowie. Um, but either, uh, no, it's not Prince. It's, it's Mick Jagger. Yeah, oh, it's Mick Jagger. Uh, Mick Jagger I can and you with David Prince. Bowie. You did Mick indeed. Jagger, David Bowie. Mick Jagger, um, the love couple of the so 70s. apparently they used to have like threesomes with folks uh, uh, regularly where Mick Jagger and David Bowie would share a, vag- uh, a vagina. Well, well also, also that, but they would share a Snickers bar out of someone's vagina. Which begs quite a few questions. That does beg quite a few questions. So, firstly, who? How, how far in? Yeah, who? Is who, it like sticking out, or like just held there, or is it like you have to like get? Like, who puts it in first? Whose idea was it first? Why do they have a Snickers? Bar? Why, Snicker, why a Snickers? Why Snickers not Mars? What did Mars ever do wrong? <laughs> now, I feel like the thing is the issue with Snickers is you've got whole peanuts in there. So if it melts, if you get a Twix. You could do it in both holes, like. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. No. That was good. That was uh, good. I think, yeah, the Snickers is a weird one because it's, you gotta, the thing is, when you're eating it, you gotta chew it. Whereas with a Mars, it could just melt and it's all like caramelly. Whereas with a Snickers, you've got bits of peanuts. So you actually, like, you're gonna be eating her out and you're gonna be crunching. And imagine if she had, well, all those bars are no good for peanut allergies. Um, sorry, my vagina is hey, a peanut it was allergy. The 70s, you know, disco. Peanut party. allergies didn't exist. Genuinely, but um, but it's the fact that they would have to crunch through the peanuts that that that's quite amusing to me. Mm. And then, okay, so how deep would you put the Snickers bar into the veg? Uh, I think I think you're going to opt for half in, half out. Yeah, because then you get like maximum like hold, and she can kind of move into convenient snackage positions. I reckon they did it once. And then people talked about. It. I don't think it's a good idea, good enough idea to do more than once. I like. What's the benefit of eating it out? I mean, of a cocaine vagina? though. Like you got to imagine how much they were on. Man, I would have loved to have partied with them. I don't think I would have survived. Also, I have a theory that I think, like, much as I think David Bowie is incredibly talented and I love him to bits as a musician and artist, and blah, blah 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 blah, and he's one of my favorites in the world. But I also think it would be a nightmare to hang out with. I think he'd be insufferably pretentious. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't. I I don't know. Like, I think any artist that's like, any really like successful artist 
there's a they get a lot of leeway because it's just like yeah like, but I would think they were super cool and great but I would also think like okay you're like they're very self serious those folks are they though we're assuming that I think there are artists who like there's lines you know like there's there's like they they would I think they would be very particular around certain things that would be annoying and mm. lame um, but then I don't know like the chat and the I don't know. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm. I just think I... I, th- I also think like Ken- Kendrick Lamar is the greatest working artist of our generation. Yes. But I also think that he would be really boring to hang out with. You think he'd be boring? Or like he would be interesting if you like ask him like very serious questions. Would you have a laugh? I would hope so. I don't know. Who he's would you... straight edge. And yes. he's very serious. Yes. And he likes like, you know everything to be like artistically perfect i agree with you i think well the thing is straight edge people are harder to hang out with like you kind of need to be straight yourself no i don't know if i agree with that there's like straight edge comedians that are super fun to hang out with like the who i don't i don't need to name names because then, then like no because then it's like if i don't name someone then it's like implying that I when i look when i was straight edge and i guess i don't like the term straight edge but like it is what it is when you're completely sober um, a lot of people said that I wasn't very fun, but I was like, I could, I could hang out, but there was a really limited amount of time I could hang out with people before I, I assessed that it was no longer worth my while. Okay. And oh, so I, I, got, I got a name. I met someone, uh, in, in Amsterdam, uh, this guy, Rom, mm-hmm. uh, he was super fun to hang Ram out with. Ram or Rom? I think Ram. Ram. Might be Ram. It's I'm Ram. sorry. I met him for one day. If you're hearing this, I, I, I thought you were great. Even if I got he, your name wrong. He might listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I met him. Uh, but like he was like you know he didn't drink all night and it was but he was like super funny the whole like time and we got yeah. out till like I don't know like one a.m. Granted, yeah. you might not at five a.m. have the best time if you're fucked up and well they not. just won't be there. That's but, the uh, thing. Like if yeah. you're straight edge, you 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 know you look after your body and you go home when it's time to go home. Yeah, yeah. But there, yeah. And look, like I I had good times when I was sober, but people who were not sober did not think that I was like I just had a you have a limited amount of yeah. Space. I don't know. I think I think I like I like to think that at some point in my life I'm going to be sober. I just haven't reached rock bottom, uh, okay. and I need to hit that before I get to recovery mode. Um. <laughs> I yeah yeah it's an interesting like I kind of I think I did that and then like coming back into taking drugs and stuff. I think um, I'm not sure if I'll I'll be like I think there'll be a period where I'll need to mm. just in order to like get everything that I'm doing done done because. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I mean, like I think, like children and stuff. Like, if I have kids, yeah, that will and change I'm, things. And like I'm doing bit. my comedy career. It's like that'll be a time where, but you know, still having like a glass of wine in the evening. It's like doing the straight edge thing means there's a yeah. It's like I need, like I need to remove the the possibility from my head. Like that's what being completely sober is. Like I just mm. not even in my mind is a possibility. And so, but I think if you've got kids. And you got your career and you're very focused. Having that glass of wine and that relaxing time, like you, right. you're not, there's not so much that possibility of being tempted into crazy all night, you know, like, ah, oh, I had right. one glass right, of right, wine right. and then someone offered me this. And then all of a sudden I was doing, you know, cocaine in a toilet and then someone gave me some liquid LSD and like, then I right. came home three days later, you know, like, but when you've got a life that's very, uh, you've got a lot of stuff to do, full sobriety is almost not necessary unless you yeah i mean i've i've never i never really became a big drug guy i mean like i 
tried things and such. And You've still got time. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I haven't reached my rock bottom yet. I think that might be it. Um, if you move to Berlin, you just might find it. <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've heard. I, I think I might know a guy in Berlin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you refer to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm referring to literally anyone in Berlin. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, but no, like, like, so with me, it's just like booze. But like, I, I've like... Uh, considered going like fully straight edge, I mean, like, oh, would I still be fun? And I was sober for like a few months, like last year, including over like my birthday, Christmas, and New Year's. Those are good times to try it. Which was tough, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, I was also at a mental health institution at the time, so which was why I was like forced to be sober because yeah. they threatened drug tests and yeah. alcohol tests. Yeah. Uh, they ended up never testing me and just trusting me, which is wild. Uh, but hey, that's a story for that's, another day. That's cool. Um, so then I was sober for like three months, and like I, I did actually like I just kind of get why like people do it like full time, and like yeah. I never felt like boring. I just kind of it was more my time changed. Yes, where like it was like okay, I was fun, but I was fun till eleven thirty. That's exactly it, right? And I was like, I'm not gonna do the three a.m. thing, but also is that a bad the- thing? And it's not. No, it's like kind of nice to be like home at 12 and like sleepy. <laughs> totally. And then there's this different sort of um, leisure time that you have. So me drinking and partying, it's like my leisure time is that kind of midnight to 3 a.m. of really just like like doing nothing by just being around other people who are also taking drugs of some sort, whether it's just alcohol or whatever. Because mm. um, then daytime, it's like I, I feel like I, I need to be productive all the time. Um, but when you're sober... Yeah, it's, uh, your time changes completely. Sober, I hardly know her. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to ask was um, if you wanted to party, if there were like um, celebrities that you want to party with, like who would you Ooh. who would you want to party with? Ooh, that's a good question. It is a good question because I feel like I could ramp up my career if I partied with the right people because I can be a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. I think for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I for sure had like <laughs> like like. Uh, relationships be that social romantic or or, or anything else mm. um or even business to a degree in in, in regards to comedy yeah. i think a lot of them have ba- been based on oh we had a really good night out like completely <laughs> like um yeah so i, th- I think I, I if i can prove myself to be so then i guess like oh well that's a different question if it's like who would i like to schmooze through getting them drunk with me with that's all right different. let's answer that um, if you want i'm trying to think um, of mine uh I'm trying not to name people that might hear this. Oh, <laughs> no, okay, but really? like, really, like, do you think anyone that that, that you could? No, I was like, it? I was like, I could name like uh, uh, folks that we both know, but like, I was as like, a no. joke or like semi, but like, yeah. but like, who could we? Sh- who would be listening to this that would be schmoozable to get advancements in our career? Who do you nah, think is listening to this? Nah, no. Like no. honestly, I do. I am getting more downloads. Like the last, like usually it's like two hundred and twenty downloads a week. The last dad. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the last two weeks, I've had like three hundred and fifty downloads a week. Oh damn! And majority in the US, which is interesting. Oh, that's fun. Like more than Germany. Shout which is, out to Tallahassee. I don't know. Tallahassee. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a place. Okay. Uh, shout out Nantucket Island. Another. Place. place um okay so but i want to know these comedians you, you, you heard about duluth minnesota <laughs> right 
Okay, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> but what, um, uh, I want to know the comedians you think that might listen that you would want to schmooze with to advance your career. Uh, that might, I mean, I, now like I kind of, I was like in between jokes. I was okay. like, um, but something like I Loki already have. Okay. Like, or like, like people that I think are very good that I'm like, I think it's a good position to be friends with them. Okay. Uh, right, you're still not naming names. All right, so I'm the, not going to name names. So then go to, go, to the, go to the extreme, like the, if I could, right, like for me. anyone in the world, all right, I reckon I would, I want to, after he's recovered from rehab, get John Mulaney fucked. Oh, right. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Is he still in rehab? I no, no, he was, he's, he's gotten out and he out. seems to be, he, as far as we could possibly know, he seems to be clean and whatnot. Good for him. Good I'm for happy him. for him. I hope he falls off the ladder with me. Um, okay, you'd like you'd like Mulaney to fall off the fall, fall off the off wagon, 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 yeah, wagon, the ladder. <laughs> Don't break your ankle. Uh, uh, just he's, yeah. he's got a kid now, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. All yeah. right. So John Mulaney. Sure, John Mulaney. I think I think I'd really like to drink with Eric Andre. Yeah, for me, Eric Andre and Hannibal Buress. Oh are like, yeah, that's a big shout to get my team. Like also Reggie Watts. Like Reggie Watts, Eric Andre, Hannibal Buress. I would love to hang with those mm. three. Like. Probably separate. I'm not sure if they're friends. Mm. Uh, the the um, well, Hannibal Buress and Eric Andre are for sure. Oh friends. yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. But uh, yeah, whether or not Reggie Watts is in there. Um, oh, weird one. Paul F. Tompkins. I don't know who that is. I'd love to go for cocktails with Paul F. Tompkins. Paul oh, F. Tompkins. Oh, my Tompkins heads out there. Get it? Um, okay, cool. He's like a. I guess he's more in improv stuff these days than okay. stand up. He's he's like very regular on Comedy Bang Bang. Okay. Um. And he's very incredibly silly and funny. Okay, okay. Uh, he always wears a bow tie. You've probably seen his face before. Um, he, probably. Yeah, okay. but he's very uh, he's very funny. He does a lot of like charactery things. He has a character on Comedy Bang Bang called uh, Alimony Tony, <laughs> who's a guy that just really loves paying alimony. <laughs> so he keeps getting divorced in order to pay alimony. So that's the kind of vibe. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's, great. he's great. That's beautiful. I'd like to name a female comedian as well because um, I don't want to. You know, I do like I do have female friends, and you know, my like yeah. Some of my closest friends. Are, yeah, I, I, I'm, I have female friends. I have female friends. I can't be sexist. Well, the thing is, like, obviously in comedy, you hang out with more men generally because that's the, like, at least in sort of bigger scenes. Well, like speak I'm, for yourself. I'm something of a ladies' moon. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but in bigger scenes, it's usually, you know, no, men no, are right. the dominant uh, sex, sadly. Uh, it's, just, it's just how history has worked. Um, and uh, we're working on it. But no, I do. I would like to be able to name a female comedian that I would really love to hang out with. Oh, there's, um, oh, there's a bunch. But there's a but yeah, but like who I genuinely think I would have a good time with, like who would like me, and like we would well, who vibe. Would like you is different to that. You would have a good. No, time. but like, well, I have a good time with someone who's gonna like my vibe. You okay, know what I mean? I see, and I like, see, I, I have a. We all have specific vibes, and I think like, like for example, I love Ali Wong, but I don't think she would give me any time or have any interest in hanging and out I think with she, me. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Wong and I no I think her just would be like no rejecting <laughs> me yeah right um, and then who else do I who, who do I love I, I like one of the first earlier I think Rosebud Baker and I could get along yeah, if I, I was uh, straight edging it um, again mm. I think me right now should be a bit like she's straight grow up Anna yeah yeah mm. her and Andy Hayes are, um, Hayes are both straight um, edge but um, 
but yeah but okay i think um we'll wrap it up uh but i do want to ask the question is there anything that you want to talk about on the spectrum of adults only that you that we haven't touched oh, i wrote down a couple of adult topics that i have questions oh on. really yeah oh check it out you wrote something cool okay so i just want to hear your thoughts on these this is this is for adults only right okay so this is adults time paid your taxes yes okay and on time and i have my tax guy okay do you have nose hair oh yeah how'd you deal with it usually ignore it however i had a tweezer spree when i found some good light in amsterdam and removed a bunch but i usually just let it you know it's it's useful okay um have you ever stared into the abyss and if so did it look back um yes and yes it looked back nice um funnily enough hoovers what's your favorite brand <laughs> you mean like a vacuum cleaner yeah uh Zalba. i once spent two thousand dollars on a you vacuum two thousand dollars on a vacuum this cleaner? is when i was married with a husband who liked to spend money and have the best things oh he, my god yeah yeah this there yeah uh he also refused to work more than 20 hours to support his music career so i was working two jobs working 60 hour weeks uh, and, and uh, had a lot of vacuuming to do, and he and he had allergies, and never basically never go into a vacuum store and say the a word because they will upsell you like motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, babe, we didn't even need a new vacuum cleaner. We had a. He's like, no, we need a new vacuum. I'm like, the limit is a hundred dollars. That's all I'm gonna spend. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I think for you Hoover, could you could go upwards of that for a good one, but oh, like definitely. But I was like, we already have one. If yeah. you you know if you want to work harder and like put all your tips towards getting a better but like mm. like we don't need one and um and so first it was like they, they they then showed us the like he was like what else do you have when we saw the 100-ish vacuum cleaner and they showed us like the 200 and then the 600 and then my fucked hard husband was like well actually i have asthma and then they showed us the one thousand dollar vacuum, and then they showed us the fifteen, oh, and then God. they showed us the two thousand one. And they did the whole like on the carpet pouring Wait, out the two, dust. Is that like Aussie dollars? Is that Aussie like dollars. how much is that in euros? Similar? Be like thirteen hundred. Okay, still, still a lot. All right. Yeah, wow. and they did the whole like having the carpet and pouring out like the dust on the carpet, and then vacuuming it up, and then it shows in the vacuum cleaner how much it got. And the thing is, they did this with each one, and like the one thousand, like the silver, the one thousand dollar one, uh, it picked up most of the dust. But like each time, and then the gold one vacuumed over the same area, and like the amount of extra dust it got. And also, if you took out the the hose um, for the vacuuming, it was an air purifier. Damn. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, if it's two thousand, yeah. I mean, that's. A, it was like that's it was. Wild. It was the biggest joke in my friendship circle, but I have no idea how to make it into comedy because I'm. I guess there hasn't been enough it's, time. It's funnily enough, it's weirdly too sad. Exactly, <laughs> but the thing is, at the time when I was like <laughs> happily married, uh, in the in our community, it was just the biggest fucking joke. Like people were dying with laughter yeah, about I, our two thousand dollar vacuum. That's yeah, that's and, wild. And how I only wanted to spend a hundred. So yeah, Zal. It was a German brand, Zauber. Zauber. Okay. There you go. Shout out Zauber. Um, uh, yeah, you I didn't expect a, that. I have a good, no, I've got a good Hoover story, though. Oh. I've got a good Hoover story. Not about you putting your penis in No, it. no, not at all. Uh, so when I was living in London, um, so we would get these letters, like this one guy that must have been one of the previous tenants. Uh, <coughs> he had just never changed his address. Yep. Like, clearly for anything. Yeah. So we got so many letters for Mr. Ahmed Mohammed. 
Uh, you know that means Muhammad Muhammad. I, oh yeah, so I believe he was Muslim. Um, <laughs> I can say that pretty confidently. Yeah. Um, that's not really relevant to the story, no. but like we get all these letters, and we were like, it "This was... Muslim with his mail." <laughs> so you know those Muslims with their mail. <laughs> you know that cliche about Muslims like abusing the postal service. Uh, no, we got loads of letters, like so many that it was like genuinely annoying. Was it like so many? It was like a mail bomb. Like uh, no, I'm keeping it oh, away. Come on, now. I know. Come I had now. to do. Come I, on I, now. I wanted to make it as bad as possible. Go no. on. So. Um, no, so eventually, I'm like, you know, we were, we were students. This was at my student place. And we're like, okay, fine, let's open one. Mm-hmm. Like, so we open one, and it's a bank statement. And we feel a bit guilty about looking at it. Because it's looking, illegal. Yeah, this is high, highly illegal. But we're with adults only. Adults <laughs> Um But yeah, we, we opened it, and we looked at it. And the thing was that he was transferring every day. He was putting in 30 and transferring it to another account. Uh-huh. He was put, uh, doing cash deposit or just like yeah, I think cash transfer deposit. and transfer? I, I think... Uh, transfer I think in, transfer I think out. it was a transfer, but it was yeah. basically, it was clearly some kind of money loan. I'm not, I worked in fraud investigations, so like that question was so not useful for the story, but just for my own like, like trying to... Okay. Anyway, sorry, okay. go on. But please. yeah, it was clearly like dodgy financial yeah, yeah. moving it around so that yeah. it's not in one place kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we were like, oh, okay, cool, Mr. Amit Muhammad. Uh, I love how you've said his name on, on this. T- I think it adds character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like yeah. It. It's a fun name to say, Amit Muhammad. Um, and he, uh, and then like, so we're like, okay, this is funny, whatever. Uh, maybe he's on the run or on the lamb or whatever. And then we get a delivery from Amit Muhammad. We're like, all right, cool, what's this? And we see it and it's like, he's like, uh, we've got three Dyson... Hoovers, oh, and like we googled them, they were each worth about six hundred pounds. Yeah, they're good hoovers. Uh, like like good high quality hoovers, and we're like, okay, I guess we we kind of were like, all right, well, I guess we'll have them here and get the uh, our landlord to reach out to the previous tenant. We do that, and the landlord's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Du, du, du. <laughs> yeah. So now we have these three hoovers, and we're looking at it, and we're thinking, okay, Abu Muhammad was involved in some dodgy shit. Somehow, are we sure these are Hoovers? So, uh-huh. so we're like, oh, so you hadn't opened the box? We hadn't opened the box yet because our, Dyson, our original thing was like we're going to pass it on to the naturally, right? Yeah. Uh, I just assumed at this point you were opening everything, and we did some there. research, and yeah. it was like a thing yeah. that um, the London drug th- movements were like being done in like within Hoovers. Hey. So we uh. We're like, fuck, we do not want Amit Muhammad and his boys coming back and being like, where the fucks are our things? Yeah. So we were like, let's like, at the very least, get rid of it. Yeah. But also, they're worth 600 pounds each. So we had a look inside. It was Hoover's. No Hoover's. <laughs> but still, no weird. Drugs it's, we're just, you know, it's a bit of an unsolved story to, to a degree. Yeah. So we, and then we sold two of them. And one was like sold- <laughs> on eBay <laughs> and split it up between the flat. Yeah. Uh, and then I, uh, on a particularly hot day, opened the air purifier. That was the third thing. It was also by Dyson, but like it was an air purifier. And I opened it up and started using it. And then my, me and my flatmate had big beef because he was like, how dare you have opened it? You've taken down the value. And I was like, well, no, you know, no one was selling it. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Um, you've, but, you've, you've taken down the value of something that we are illegally trying to yeah, recoup costs yeah, on. Yeah, so I think that somewhere out there, there's a man named Ahmed Mohammed. 
who is like, where the fuck are my Dyson Hoovers? Where are my vacuums? <laughs> and my where's my air purifier? Yeah, and we also, because we saw, we didn't like look inside the storage of the Hoover. I think someone might have been sold a Hoover by us and might have like found a bunch of coke in there. Yeah, I would have looked in the storage area. We kind of didn't. It was, we were kind of like, if we don't know, we're probably better off. Mm. Yeah, like that's, I mean, that's maybe fair. maybe at a different time we would have been like, let's take it. But I was, we were quite like, it's not impossible that this is like genuinely a big drug transfer, and like if totally. we if we have it, like we could get stabbed in that. So we were like, <laughs> we but if we don't, but if we don't know, then yeah. we can kind of yeah, plead ignorance. Yeah, but we're we didn't. Just, he, but we're we didn't just get, selling uh, someone's someone's parcel. That's not that's not the legal issue here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a valid point, but also we couldn't reach him. We tried. We, we tried to find him. Yeah. Okay. And that was the tale of the Hoovers. Have you looked yeah. into the abyss and has it looked back? Uh no, I've had to flee London because I'm uh, wanted. Okay. No, no you haven't. No, I'm not no, wanted. Not but wanted. I, if I did leave. <laughs> Nobody wants. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Okay, cool. I love those questions. Thank you so much for making some questions. That's fucking yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, I, I had more of it. Never mind. Okay. All right. Well, I'm curious now. Uh, What's your health insurance? My health insurance? Teka. Teka. Okay. <laughs> Just a good adult question. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. You ever pay, how's your pension fund? Um, Do you have one? It's a bit all over the place, I'll be honest, because no. uh, there's stuff in Australia. They keep emailing me, and I'm like, eh. mm, mm. and then I just like it's just so boring, mm. you know. What's your favorite Bach sonata? Bach sonata? No, Bach sonata. Bach sonata. I don't have one. Uh, I'm not sure if you wrote sonatas, but yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. <laughs> I like Bach, but I haven't really listened to him much. No, I guess it was Bach, 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 Bach again. Sorry. Um, oh, <laughs> oh. Saving the best for last. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any, any further thoughts? Any further questions any, any, for any you? Feelings? I think we, I like the family, the fa- fam with a PH uh, yeah, for the replacement. Family. That's good. Um, um, when did you stop thinking your ball would fall out of your ball sack when you were shaving your balls? Never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> You can still find Teddy crouched over his toilet as he shaves his balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my that's my plug. Like, look out for me on your toilet. <laughs> that's or if you work in the sewage system, if you find a loose ball, please send it to my address. <laughs> I'll met my address. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. What would you like to plug? Uh, I suppose my uh, Instagram is at Teddy Hall Comedy, um, uh, and my comedy shows largely under On the Run Comedy Club. If you're ever in Switzerland, uh, come through. We run good shows. Um, they're fun. They're great. I've um, had so much fun on them. And other than that, uh, I don't know. Send me. If you had the same concern about your ball sack, send me a photo of your... No, uh, no, no, please, no, no photos of your ball sack unless you have a medical issue you would like advice on and I will try. Oh, that's way worse, dude. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst. I want, I want your diseased testicle photos coming at me. I'm going to be curious. Uh, yeah, okay, you want that? All right. I don't, I don't whack. Uh, please just. send them to <laughs> Teddy Hall, not to me. Uh, that's important. That's adults only. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, all right, well, uh, again, um, my Instagram, AF Barros. Uh, please um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Please send Teddy your ball photos. And um, and that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin in Basel. Uh, thank you so only. much and uh, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>